Welcome to Jesus for Real Life, and we want to thank you for joining us today and spending the next half hour or so with us. This is your host, Cindy Daves, and I am so excited to have um, a dear friend and local pastor in the studio with me today, and I am going to introduce to you Pastor Jody Glass, and I'll let her tell you who she is and what she does. So Pastor um, Jody, take it away. Yes, well, so good to be here with you, Cindy. I'm so I'm just so honored to be asked to come on the show. I love what you're doing. I love having the the outreach, especially to women um, and and women in ministry. I like hearing about the different you know different ministers that are operating in their callings Absolutely. in the body of Christ. And you know, it is a uh, it is a misconception that women are not accepted in ministry but i'm an ordained prophet i'm an ordained apostle and those things sound kind of ominous to some and people are afraid of what they don't understand Mm -hmm. um but in ephesians chapter 4 it talks about that the gifts to the church are apostles prophets pastors evangelists and teachers and so i i've walked in all five of those offices and so you know, this day and age, um, we can study the word. There's a lot more tools out there to find out what God really said in his word about women in ministry. And I think it's so important in this day and age when we're raising up the next generation, the younger generation, mm-hmm. that we empower them to do what they're called to do. And some of them are called to be prophets. Some of them are called to be uh, pastors. And there's a lot of misconception in, in uh, interpreting the word of God that, you know, Paul did not go along with that. But that's quite the opposite. He actually names apostles mm-hmm. that served in his ministry. But I, a lot of people don't realize that there were apostles that were in the seventy that were sent out by Jesus that were women because some of them in Romans Paul calls mm-hmm. by name Absolutely. and so yes. yes so you know there's a there's a little bit of a translation there when you get into the English translation if you go back to the Greek you find out that some of those names are female names mm-hmm. they're not all male exactly and so you know um, it's important that the church recognizes the power of the ministry of the Holy Spirit for the church, Ephesians says, that we we are counted among the ones that get to minister and do what we're called to do. Sure. Well, if you look at, you know, one of the things that I always think about with Paul when he called Priscilla and Aquila. Yes. He didn't call Aquila and Priscilla. Yes. He called Priscilla first. Yes. And that's always kind of stuck with me that 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 he gave precedent to that female Absolutely. over, you know, over the male. Not that she was any more important, no. but he gave her that respect yes. that that he knew that she was, you know, that yes. she was who she was. And yes. people have a tendency, we all do, and and you know, I'm not here and I know you aren't either to disrespect any religious beliefs. No. You know, there are certain religious beliefs that that women should not be in the pulpit. Uh-huh. And if that's their belief, I respect that. You know, yeah. that's 
not my belief, but if that's theirs, I respect it. But I think there's also certain parts of the Bible that people like to pick and choose. It's not like a smorgasbord. Exactly. Okay. This is a this is a plate of food. You don't get to pick little parts of it and and eat what you like and don't eat what you don't like. This is you know this is a book that we you know we need to honor it and not just pick and choose the parts that we like. Yes. You know we all have a calling. Uh, We're sent here by God. God chooses to send us. You're not an accident. Mm -hmm. No one is an accident or fruit of a physical act. John uh, chapter one says that, that, you know, we're, we're not here just because of flesh and blood. No, we are here because we are appointed for this time. Mm -hmm. You know, why was I born? Why was I, you know, um, why am I here? And where am I going? These are questions. I'm actually writing a book right now, written. I've, I've got three books now, but I'm writing a book about that. And that we were sent here with an assignment and an appointment and an anointing and, and a calling. Not everyone's in the fivefold. Uh, we know that because Paul said that not everyone's out front. No one's, you know, pushing everyone out to the platform. But everyone that is sent here. Has a job. Has an assignment, yes. There, there will be some that will yes. be out front and be teachers. Absolutely. You know, it's really funny because my husband and I, um, I have, have always been the out front person. You know, I'm the, you know, and I say this, you know, numerous times, hand me a microphone. And, like you, I can mm-hmm. talk all day about anything. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill is much more the guy behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, he's starting to, to move out to the front some, yeah. which is really kind of cool to watch. But yes. there, if there's not somebody to, you know, run the technology part of it, then the singers yes. that need the words on the screen aren't going to have any yes, words. So exactly. without the guy, the techno guy, everyone's you know, important. Everybody's important, yes. no matter even the janitor. You the know, janitor. everybody, everybody's important. Everyone is important. I, you know, we have planted several churches, and um, I wrote several years ago uh, a playbook for all of our staff and how to plant churches and how to raise them up. And, you know, it's down to the detail of the responsibilities, Mm -hmm. expectations. Everybody knows the game plan. Yes, and everyone is on the team. You know, when when you pull out of a church, there is a spot that God has for you. Mm -hmm. And these days, you know, people are more apt to not be part of a church family. I think the pandemic did a lot of that. It absolutely did. People got used to couch church. Yes, and they got scared, Mm -hmm. and and then they got comfortable, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, this is easier. And there's nothing wrong with online church. We have an online outreach also for our church services, but it is a private page. You have to actually... You actually have to be invited. And so it's not out there for public consumption. But our church online is mainly for people that don't live around the us. Area. Sure. And it's worldwide. Um, it's international. We have students in our Bible school, Legacy Bible School, that, um, uh, that are are in our online church and some of them are pastors a mm-hmm. lot of them are pastors well there's also a certain degree of people who are homebound yes they can't get out and they need to have, that, have out. that you yes. know they need to have that outlet yes. but you know i am of the of the opinion if you can get in the car and yes. and drive to the you know 7-eleven or whatever yes. it is we have here yes. that um that you can get in the car and go to church on sunday morning yes we have people that um that have been a part of our church uh, that have driven hour, 
50 minutes, mm-hmm. hour and 10 minutes sure. from, you know, north, south, east, and west to be with us because God has a place for everyone in the church family. And, you know, that's what church is. Church is supposed to be a family. It is. It is a family. And some churches are large, and that's a good thing. But they have to have some kind of subset where you feel like you belong. Because it's not just about serving either. You know, sometimes we think it's just about serving. No, it's about, it really is about belonging. Mm -hmm. And then you find your place. You find your niche of what is in your heart and how you want to add to or support what God is doing in that family. And that's so important these days. It is. You know, and I hear mm. from people that go, they go to church, you know, church service, let's say church service starts at 11, and they get there at 1055, <laughs> and, you know, everybody's <laughs> alarms on their watch are going off at noon, so yes. now it's time to leave. And then they say, well, I didn't really get anything out of it. And I think there's so much more. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to an hour service and yeah. get and be part of a family. I think you right. have to get involved, and you've got to, yes. whether it's a Bible study class, or a prayer meeting or yes. whatever, going out to lunch with, you know, your fellowship, you know, other yeah. people and fellowshipping. Absolutely. Yes. That fellowship creates that kinship that creates that family. Yes. And then you get to be filled. That's yes. when you, you know, you start to feel. And I miss that. I mean, you know, when I, you know, we're in church on Wednesday night, we're in church on Sunday morning, Tuesday morning, yes. we have prayer service. And I always tell people, you know, people say, well, why do you go so often? Why do you feel like you have to go in the middle of the week? Don't you get enough on Sunday? <laughs> and I'm like, no, because during the week, I leak. <laughs> you yes. know, and so my my re- yes. you know my bucket full of God leaks out a little bit during the week, and yes. I need to go on Wednesday night and get it filled back up again. Absolutely, and you know, um, the Lord told me many years ago that we were worshipers first. Mm-hmm. You know, when Peter had you know Jesus told him cast your nets on the other side, and then he figured out, wait a minute, you know something amazing happened Mm -hmm. and he had like a boatload plus almost sank the boat yes and so but when it happened he knew that it was God he knew that this person that told him to do that was someone special that Mm -hmm. God sent and he came off the boat the first thing he did was hit the ground and he worshiped him and you know worship let me say something that's very I'm very passionate about Worship is more than singing a song. Worship is, Jesus says, worship me in spirit, capital S, and truth, capital T. And that comes from your spirit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we can get into a quick, quick service and we can say, okay, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes our services go, we start at 1030 and sometimes we're still, we end up at 130. Oh, absolutely. Because we get in the presence of the Lord. Worshiping is total abandon yielding. Yes, it doesn't, it doesn't follow the clock. It doesn't follow the clock. And let me tell you something. It doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem when 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 you get in his presence, the time just goes. The time, the time just time stops. Yes, it doesn't mean anything. It's like I don't care what time it is. Leave me alone. I'm follow the I'm Holy in Spirit. the presence. Yes, yeah. the glory of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, the sanctuary, mm-hmm. or the set apart place. And you know you can have that in your home, and that's a wonderful thing. You should, you should get in worship every day. You should get in his presence every day, but. When you, there's something that happens, Cindy, when you get a group of people 
and we're seeing this happen all across the country, especially it's in the colleges. Right mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not it's not a half hour prayer and ten minutes of this and ten minutes. Of, no, they they turn the hours clock around and hours and, and they hours. just worship and pray. They worship. They get in the presence of the Lord and they just look at Him. Well, Bill and I were following, and I'm sure you guys did too. Yes, Asbury. Yes, yes. And we would, you know, we would go home in the evening, and we'd turn on the YouTube. Yes. And watch them. And what was so amazing was watching these young people yes. just walking up on stage and singing. Yes. And then singing and singing and ministering and preaching and and yes. you know delivering a word and yes. and they are not professionals. No. They were college students, and they yes. just they just put they it just, down. I mean, they, it was awesome. They just opened their heart. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, well, I, I, I asked the Lord, I, ha- I had someone say, well, I ask the Lord every day. I invite the Lord in, in, you know, into my day every day. I say, well, but get in the presence and find out what he has for your mm-hmm. day. Don't invite him into your day. Find out what he has for the, for your day. Absolutely. One of my favorite yes. authors is James Barnett, who's also the CEO yes. of Dayspring. Yes. And he says, you know, he prays in the morning before he gets out of bed. Yes, I And do he too. says, you know, Lord, um, here's my calendar, yes. but my plans are not your plans. Take yes. my calendar, take my schedule, mm-hmm. rearrange it however you need to, yes. and send me in the direction you want me to go. Absolutely. And I absolutely love that. That is just... Yes. I, you know, I... I I'm old school, Cindy. You know, I have daytime. <laughs> you know, my girls have everything on their phone at a, at a touch. Mm-hmm. I have a book. <laughs> yes. That's a daytimer. In fact, I have two. Um, I have a smaller one for another purpose. And then I have my big one. Mm-hmm. And I open it up every day and I lay hands on it. And I say, Lord, this is unto you. Absolutely. So help me to place what need and give me wisdom because I'm a busy lady mm-hmm. and I also have to have to take time out for me. Right. And I have to organize my time. You can ask him. I organize my segments of time. For those of you who don't know, her husband Harvey is Harvey. sitting here next He's to her. She's, yes. <laughs> you can hi. say hi. Hello. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've, I've always been that way from the time I was uh, very young. I always set out my goal, my tasks. Mm-hmm, for the, and I have to have a to-do list I have or to nothing do, gets done. I have a to-do list and a call list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to do that. And so I, I get a lot done. You can ask him. <laughs> and he says, are you done for the day? Or he'll come in and say, you're it's done time for to the be day. Done, yes. It's time for day. No, you're done for today. This is enough. Um, but And I need him to do that sometimes. But um, there's times, you know, when my schedule gets flipped upside down. So we can't be so tied to what we want to accomplish. Exactly. When God yes. puts something else in your schedule or God yes. sends you in a different direction, you've yes. got to be able to say, okay, here's where I'm going. I yes. don't know why, but, you know, I'm just going to follow you, God. I mean, there's been so many times when yes. I remember built, we turned out of our office driveway one day and we were headed home Yes. and he turned the wrong direction. And I was like, why are you going this way? He, and he says, I do not know. He says, but God said, go this way. And there was something, you know, I don't remember now what it was, but something yes. we saw in going that direction, yes. which was a direction we never would have gone that, that benefited us for that day. Yes. And it was, you know, you just have to be, you have yes. to be willing to listen. That happened to us. Um, honey, you'll remember many years ago, um, we lived an hour and a half away. We lived in Florida. Mm-hmm. We were on the East Coast. My parents lived uh, inland about Eustis, about an hour and a half okay. from, from Titusville. We pulled out of church, 
and we were going to head home. And I, and I turned to him and I said, I think we need to go to mom and dad's. And he said, now? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I, f- I really feel strongly we need to go. Now, I hadn't talked to my mother. Uh, I hadn't talked to my dad or anything. But across the street from where you come out there at 50, um, in Titusville, there was a McDonald's. I said, let's just go through and get McDonald's and keep going. We need to go. And so we did that. And on, on the way, we, I started praying. And I said, Lord, what, I don't know what's going on. But there's something. But something's going on. And so we pulled up. And an hour and a half later, pulled up. And my mom says, oh, you got my message. And I said, no, I've not been home. What's going on? And my dad was sitting there. And he said, if you want to see your uncle before he passes, get up to the hospital. Oh, wow. And, and, and we, we went straight up to the hospital. My, my dear uncle, I loved him very much. And we went and saw him. He knew the Lord. Yay. But I hadn't seen him in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And he had gotten sick. And he had had some health issues. But he had gotten sick and he was getting better. But all of a sudden, he just turned. And he just said he was tired. He said, I'm ready to go. And so my dad was up there too. And we got to the hospital just in time. He, he passed away two hours later. Wow. And so if we hadn't have done that. If you that, had not obeyed, you yes, would not have I gotten w- there in time. And yes. And the Lord did that. He did that for my uncle. Mm-hmm. And he did it for my dad and my mom because we were there to help them. But he did that for us. And, you know, the Lord will spur you to do something. And, you know, I think it's so amazing. My daughter, my one daughter, Cherie, we were talking about this. And... <laughs> You know, raising kids. I talk about it in my book along mm-hmm. the way. The small things, big things, whatever. And she's raising, you know, kids. My other daughter, she's got six. And so how do people do this without the Lord? It's That it, that just floors me. I Absolutely. Know. That amazes me. Absolutely. Yes. And if you're just tuning in, you yes. are listening to today's Christian Country. And this is your host, Cindy Daves. And I have in the studio with me, Pastor Jody Glass. Yes. And I am just enjoying having our chat. And I know we talked about, uh, we talked a little bit about it on the phone. And then, and we talked about it, um, is tell everybody, because we've been talking about the the colleges and the students yes. and I want to I want you to explain what happened with your sister when she went to college yes you know there's so so many wonderful parents and families that raise their kids and send them off to college and they raised in in a good Christian family and and a, you know a consistent loving atmosphere and then and in a church and a part of all of that and um, my sister, she, you know, she was raised in a sweet family, and um, she wasn't raised in our household, um, but she was adopted out, and so she had a wonderful family, and raised in church. Mm-hmm. She was actually a youth leader, and all of these wonderful things that she was doing and loving it because she loved people. And she loved helping, and she loved serving in the church. And she loved learning. And so much so, um, her and I both had a, had a call on our life from the time we were very, very young. And I've, I've heard the Lord, and she has too, since we were like six, seven, and eight. So as we, 
uh, as she, you know, grew up and w ended up going to college, university, you know, she got she got uh, under teachers and influencers that were not that teaching that godly. That were not teaching godly, but she was spiritually so sensitive and a learner, you know, person that wants to learn that it really kind of crept in. Oh, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, and she was like, well, these are spiritual things. And there's a lot of people that are spiritually sensitive. Mm -hmm. Some are more than others. And so she really gravitated to a lot of things that she thought was good because it sounded so good. But it was well, a counterfeit. Well, you're a professor. You know, when you're yes. in college, I mean, you're very formidable. Yes. You know, you're, you're yes. like clay still. Yes, yes. And you've got these professors that mm -hmm. you look up to and they're telling you something and you're like, you know, goo-goo-eyed yes. and, oh, my gosh, they must be right because they're, you know, they're hired to teach me yes. and they have all these letters after yes. their name. Yes, And that is so, so yes. scary. And, and, you know, getting caught up in that, it was really easy you know in this day and age with so much new age if mm. it if it's it sounds spiritual and it is but it is not god but did and we get her back on track yes yeah we, we we um when 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 we met up uh, a couple of years ago she followed after the bible school and after me and she was like this is so amazing she said I'm, I'm reading the Word of God, and it's coming alive. But she got out of all of that. Oh, wow. And she was able now to discern. She was now able to discern between the thing that sounds good, love and light, and then to find out, wow, this is not love. It's not light. This is actually a counterfeit light, you know. And so that's why uh, it's so important that we teach people discernment. Discernment is so important in these days because there's so much out there that sounds good, looks good, tastes good, feels good, that has nothing to do with God and Absolutely. quite the opposite. Yes. And that's, that is so, so very, very scary. Yes. So we're, we're about time where we need to um, have some prayer. Yes. So I know that you and I have so much more to talk about. So would you agree with me that we'll have you back on another show? Yes, yes. Oh, I would good. love it. I, I would, would love absolutely it. Is, love that. This goes by way too fast, Oh, I it? know. I told you that it would. <laughs> yeah, I told you it would go by quickly. Yes. So I have a couple of prayer requests. One, yes. we had a death in our church this past week. Mm. And um, so I want to pray for the family of um, Brother Ronnie Barrett. Okay. And then um, we have another member of our church whose stepfather had um, hip replacement surgery. So I'm going to ask you to pray, yes. um, and and we've got a couple of minutes left. So if you would absolutely, if you would close us out in prayer, yes, I would really I would love, love that. To. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just praise you, and I thank you that you have everything that we need, that you are all provision, that you are all comfort and peace. Lord, I just pray for this family, this Barrett family that has lost a loved one. Lord, I just pray that you will come to them, supernatural comfort, supernatural peace lord cover this family and lord i pray that you will be everything that they need that as they reach out in their time of of this loss or grief lord jesus let it not turn to mourning but let it turn into a rejoicing lord jesus in the end lord i thank you right now uh, for the healing power that you have for this this person that has went through surgery and and Lord I thank you that you have all healing every cell every operation in our systems and in our bodies Lord Jesus every cell of our bodies respond to the Word of God and come in line with healing and health 
and your peace and wholeness, wellness, nothing missing, nothing broken. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much for that. So if you tuned in late and you want to be able to listen to a replay of this show so that you can catch it all, you can actually go to our Facebook page and that is Jesus for Real Life. You'll also find the videos on our um, YouTube channel. Again, is Jesus for Real Life. And Jody, if they have any questions for you, where can they reach you? Real easy. You can, you can, um, there's a shortcut to our website. It is PastorJody.com. It'll take you to our ministry website, and we have a lot of information, resources, and a lot of good stuff there for you to look look at and find out who we are. Awesome. And again, thank you all for joining us. And until next week, we want to wish you a very blessed and healthy and happy week. And thank you again. Bye.